There's an Arizona sport that's dear to my heart. It's a Roman in my four-wheel drive. I spill coffee on my lap on my topographic map. Put it on the hood to dry. Oh, I'll always get a thrill when punching up a hill when the moment of truth arrives. Is this trail too steep for my dusty old Jeep? And can I get it up the other side? Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> in my therapeutic four-wheel drive. Boing, 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 boing. Good morning, Arizona, and welcome to Rosie on the House. Our 7 o'clock hour is our Arizona hour. Interesting people, places, and things, and that music is live here by our state balladeered in person, Mr. Dolan Ellis. Welcome to the broadcast. Good morning. And it's you've been the to be here. state balladeer for 50 years? 51 years this year. Congratulations! Yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been quite a ride, it really has. It's been that's a, a, a governor appointed uh, position, and it's been uh, thirteen governors in fifty one years. And how many jeeps? Seventeen jeeps. <laughs> I'm on my seventeenth. My jeeps have gotten a little more comfortable though throughout the years. You I go through take. jeeps faster than you go through well, governors. I, <laughs> 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 Well, I uh, I've always had the the Wrangler and the CJ series and all of that, but I have now I felt I'm old enough to graduate to a uh, to a, uh, a a Grand Cherokee, so that's what I'm driving now. <laughs> so what's what's your hairiest drive, and did you did you make it back up the other side? Yeah, I almost didn't one time, but yes, yeah, I've uh, my hairiest drive would be out in the. Um, out around the Coke ovens, out uh, out along the Gila River, there's a real interesting trail out there that's got a big, big cliff on one side that you need to be very careful of. Okay, the Coke ovens. We've done that one on uh, ATVs, but no, not in a Jeep. Okay, very good. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in this morning, and I don't know if we're jumping to this yet. Or... Oh, we're going to talk about Dolan for a little while this first segment, and Dolan, so. My knowledge of you has to do with the fact that you are the state balladeer. You were the very first state balladeer, right? Yeah, I was in the a, whole country, the, right? Of like, the whole nation, yeah. yes. Uh, Arizona was the first state to have a have an official balladeer. It was Governor Sam Goddard who uh, who dreamed it up, and uh, I had come back from uh, being an original member of the New Christie Minstrels back in the '60s, and and uh, if uh, any of your Listeners are old enough to remember that we uh, got the Grammy in '62, and but it wasn't what I was looking for. I came back home to Arizona to do uh, do my thing, and um, uh, Governor Sam Goddard uh, sent a representative to me and said, "How would you like to be the official volunteer?" I just released my first album of Arizona songs, and I wasn't even quite sure what it meant, tell you the truth, but uh, it sounded pretty good. I said, "Hey, that that sounds like just what I'd like to be." Well, it is an important role because it helps preserve our history and our folklore. So it's really just a special position. You know, our history and our folklore, uh, I'm very concerned about it, uh, Jennifer. I I, I don't think uh, we're getting it to our population uh, the way it ought to be uh, uh, disseminated to them. Uh, And it's so important that people understand the land that they live in. 
Well, we love what we love about this hour at Rosie on the House, the seven o'clock hour, is we get to share that kind of thing because we really love Arizona as well. And my, our Rosie's and my children are all from Arizona, but Rosie's from Louisiana. I'm originally from Memphis, and I know you're originally from Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't take much to get this state as a part of your heart. That's right. And you were drawn here. You felt like this is where you wanted to be. Absolutely. I was called here. Yes, I really absolutely was drawn here. I think it had something to do with my childhood. Uh, I spent so much time uh, alone on the farm out there, and uh, I think I bonded with the out-of-doors I think also National Geographic magazine had something to do with it. It was that was kind of my window to the greater world when I was a little boy in a, in the middle of nowhere of Kansas, and uh, I would see you know the saguaros and the unique animals and the life zones and all of that. And and to me it was as as exciting as uh, I don't know Admiral Byrd's uh, expedition to the South Pole. It was was really exciting. So I I I really. Uh, uh, knew that I wanted to come out here. So you were drawn by the outdoors and the and the Wild yes. West kind of. But yes. um, at that time, you know, we had Jim West in a couple months ago, and he, he wrote the book The Phoenix Sound. Yeah, and when you came book. out here, music was a big deal. You're in the book. You know that. But I you're know. in the book. Isn't that great? I the don't Phoenix know how Sound I made it, Jim but West. I sure oh do. My gosh. I appreciate it. So where did music tie in? Did you already know how to play when you got here, or did you love to always love well, to sing and play? No, I... I never thought of myself uh, as a performer, really, uh, or a songwriter. I uh, I was in television when it, that's what I came out here. I, I went to Kansas University, and I and when I got out, I came out here uh, with uh, KOOL TV Channel Ten, <laughs> and I was a cameraman and uh, did some switching and uh, some directing, uh, that sort of thing for them. And uh, then, but I always took my guitar to work with me, and I've, music has always been my passion, and to play the guitar and sing, and and uh, I, without realizing it, I, I really loved story songs. I didn't realize it for many years, but uh, uh, but uh, that that's always been my niche. Well, and and you're also known as a poet, so you take those poems and set them to music, right? Do you see yourself that way? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did that? Come, I didn't that realize that uh, I was thought of that way until maybe ten years, ten or fifteen years ago. People would say, "Oh, you're a wonderful storyteller." I'd said, "What do you mean storyteller? I'm a singer." Then, no, 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 no. You're a storyteller with your songs and lyrics. And when did but, you write your first song? Actually, I wrote my first song in about the third grade. Oh yeah. Yeah, but my my first. Adult, you know, a song when I was growing up. I, I wrote my first one in college, I think it was. And you weren't out here yet, so it wasn't an Arizona no, song. No, it was. I was in a I was in a rock and roll band in college, and I wrote uh, I wrote a song that I, you know, that we were going to make a big hit out of. Yeah, the kids are still <laughs> like that today. You know, they're all looking for their ten seconds of fame, but you certainly found more than that, huh? Well, so coming out um, and working on the TV, uh, cool TV, right, Channel Ten. Um, you must have gotten to, to meet a lot of people. Were you aware of the music scene going on? Did you kind of were you drawn to that at all? Well, I was. I uh, I went over to the Green Gables, had a, a place that had the white horse, the 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 knight and riding on the white horse that would lead your car in, and uh, I auditioned, and of course I didn't get the, I didn't get the job, uh, but uh, he recommended me to a new little coffee house in. Scottsdale called Portofino's, and uh, I had great success out at that little coffee house. Boy, we used to 
pack them in and uh was it really was a coffee house? It was just was it like a morning place or was it an all day kind of a place? Co- the, the coffee uh, house? No, it was a it was a nighttime place. Okay. Coffee houses back in those days were, you know, they were they were the kind of the hip thing and after oh. the theater, after the bar. Uh, uh, that was where a lot of the hippies, not in the coffee house where I worked, but in the coffee houses of the West Coast uh, is where a lot of the folk scene was born and uh, a lot of the creative um, uh, 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 folk musicians and hippies out of the 60s would hang out. So it was a perfect place. So not like a me. coffee house like Starbucks. No, <laughs> it's a lot different. But and did, yeah. did you, um, did people could just come in and watch or y'all charge for that kind of thing? I just think it'd be crazy. Just wonderful no, they, to get uh, to walk in and hear people just playing uh, and jamming. To begin with, they didn't charge anything. But then uh, we were doing so well, they, start, they went to a cover charge. And then they started bringing in national acts, and that was really my opportunity because I was the house act, and all of these national acoustic acts came and worked there for a week or two, and I was their opening act, so I was able to learn from them and, and, and get to know them, and they recommended me to their their booking agents. Uh, Katie Lee just died, by the way, uh, this past week, mm-hmm. and she was a wonderful uh, Arizona gal, folk singer, but traveled nationally, and she helped uh, to get me going uh, with ABC Booking, which was a big booking company, national booking agency, and uh, also Travis Edmondson out of Tucson. He's gone now. So, uh, boy, a lot of my friends are gone, you know. Yeah. But I'm still kicking high. You are. You're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting on you. We're counting on you. So, where, so you're at this coffee house. Where did the desire had you already kind of started going the Arizona route with your music, or you still not yet? Not yet. I was doing mostly uh, uh, American folk music, John Henry, you know, and uh, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, Huddy Ledbetter stuff and a lot of the Gateway Singers and uh, stuff and uh, uh, Pete Seeger and those people that were singing American folk music, and that's what I cut my teeth on. Well, tell me about what you have in your lap here. This this guitar? Yes, sir. I've been admiring it for <laughs> all morning that's, long. That's a twelve string. It's uh, made by the Guild Company, and uh, it's uh, uh, it's uh, the second one I've had. The first one I wore a big hole. And by the way, my first one I am very proud to say is on display out at the Musical Instrument Museum at the MIM. They've done a really nice display on me and my music. Uh, in their Arizona hist- music history room, and it, uh, I'm thrilled to death. I bet you are. Yeah, I, I really am. What an honor! Now, here's a very important question, and it's it's not going to determine whether or not we keep you on for a second or third segment. But I just <laughs> I I have to know: <laughs> Willie Nelson or Waylon Jennings? Waylon was a dear friend. Uh, uh, you know, see, I was with the Christie Minstrels when Waylon was still a local act here. So I came back from the Christie's, you know, a big deal, and uh, uh, with gold records and all that sort of thing. And Waylon was still, uh, uh, you know, gigging around town, and we'd always have breakfast together, and uh, at the old uh, Safari Hotel coffee shop. And uh, one time, one night, he came in, big smile on his face. He said, "Chet Adkins just signed me to RCA." Wow. He said, "You know that song you sing, Four Strong Winds?" I said, "Yeah." He said, would you mind if I recorded that? I'd love to do that. And I said, well, that's not my song. It was written by Ian Tyson. That, that's how little he knew about 
the music business. He, I said, anybody can record it, Waylon. Just go record. Well, he says, I need the songs and the, I need the chords and the lyrics. So I wrote them down on a paper uh, placemat there. About six weeks later, I'm going down the street in my Jeep. There's four strong winds. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do a lot here at Rosie on the House, but we can't stop the clock. We'll be right back with Dolan Ellis, our state balladeer. Arizona I-10 Highway, there's a trucker going my way. Play a tune in the afternoon on a guitar that I carry on my back. Uh, 12-string guitar. <laughs> That's a good sound with that. Well, I need all the sound I can get. <laughs> well, I want to spend this segment talking about your second book, I understand. This yes. is a book called Arizona's Scrubby. Tell us what that is about. Well, there's this little... Uh, it's not about me, is it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's about this little cedar tree that grows between the north and southbound lanes of I-17 that I know that hundreds of thousands of people have seen. And uh, somebody has been decorating it, uh, to my knowledge at least, for over 30 years. Some people say longer. And nobody really knows who does it. It's just really a wonderful spirit of Christmas that uh, somebody gives us each year. And uh, I just thought it needed to have a song written about it and, uh, and a little book put together. And uh, so I, I cannot uh, believe so I did somebody it. didn't do that before. You know, every year we drive by that on our mm. way to the Prescott Christmas weekend, and we're like, you know, the stuff's looking a little worn. I figure it's either a great family secret, you know, or it's. Yeah, nobody knows yeah. who does it. Yeah. yeah, it's they've kept it a secret all this year and I, all these years. And I, I, quite frankly, I hope it stays that way. Well, in the spirit of being balladeer, this is a, a precious little book, and it's a great holiday idea for uh, anybody who's looking for Arizona treasure to, to give. And um, it comes with a little CD with your song. Yep. Beautiful photography. Did you tell me you did the photography in the yeah. book? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're multi-talented, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. It's great. It's got a great picture of. Um, the tree, full center. It's a nice size little book, and uh, just all the decorations on there. We got big old candy canes and flags and a big star and snowflakes. And do uh, you think there's ever been accidents going by that tree? <laughs> well, you know that tree. That tree has survived a couple of fires. You know that's been right up in the area. I've always been afraid for it uh, uh, because uh, it's burned all around that uh, area up there. But thank thank goodness the tree has been spared. Will you do something for us? Will you sing the song straight? Sure, I'd be right. happy to. All right, sure. Okay. Out in Arizona, there's a story to be told. A scrubby, the little cedar tree that grows beside the road. I-17 to Flagstaff from the desert down below. And a random act of kindness by some secret caring souls. Each, each uh, Christmas, someone sneaks out there in the middle of the night and decorates old Scrubby with Christmas balls so bright. It brings a smile to every face that passes by that sight. Yeah, Scrubby becomes a rock star, and for him this song I write. Scrubby is a cedar tree, no one knew his name Till someone decorated him and gave him pride and fame 
Now the magic of this mystery tree brings hope within our souls that during these times of turmoil a bell of goodness tolls. It tells a tale of Christmas that's heard across the land. It's an inspiration to us all to love our fellow man. Scrubby is a cedar tree, no one knew his name Till someone decorated him and gave him pride and fame Now the mystery of Scrubby Tree has lived for thirty years We peel an eye as we drive by when Christmas time draws near Like children play of Santa's sleigh and the sound of eight reindeer each year we wait and anticipate for Scrubby to appear. Scrubby is a cedar tree, no one knew his name, till someone decorated him and gave him pride and fame. Now hopefully the mystery of Scrubby will never be solved. Let's let it be the identity of whomever is involved. Cause it tells the tale of Christmas It shows the joy of giving In a pure and selfless way Like the baby Jesus gave to us On that first Christmas day That is great. Wow. That is great. That's cool. It's a little early to sing that. I don't mean in the morning, early in the season to sing that. But uh, According to Walmart and Target and all them, you're just right on Target. But if people wanted to find your book, Dolan, it's just right there on your DolanEllis.com. Yeah, it's right on, on your, my website. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's the only place really you can buy it. Uh, they're either there or at my shows, one of the two. Well, it keeps it very local. We like we are big proponents of buying local. So this is, you can't get any more local than Dolan Ellis. And inside that book, I saw a CD. Well, I get it copy of that song is that is that that's what's on yeah. the disc yeah wonderful i got so, signed one who one. named it scrubby i did you oh. did okay oh you even <laughs> named it yeah ah. well, we have more to talk about I, with I felt that it deserved a name you know it does. it's always been called uh, the i-17 mystery tree and so I call it Scrubby, the I-17 mystery tree. I like Scrubby better. Yeah. It well, adds a little bit more of pizzazz. It is kind to of the... a scrubby little thing. You know, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a real handsome tree. I'm it, sorry, it is at Christmas time <laughs> when they have it all decorated. It's just uh, when you go up I-17 and you break out at Sunset Point just yep. past that. Yep. It's in the middle in uh, the... Of, the, of the freeway. So yeah. you can, I, I, as far as I know, it's not decorated yet. No, I don't think they, whoever does it, I think they do it after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Well, I was born about 10,000 years ago. There ain't nothing in this world that I don't know. Put Coronado on the trail, I've tied knots in the devil's tail, and I'll f*** the man who says it isn't so. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. We are having a great time this morning. You know, when we started the 7 o'clock hour... I wasn't sure it was worth getting up that early, Romy, but you know what it is. It's got some perks. You drive in, and there's nobody on the highway. How often does that happen? Not very often. I love that. I love the cool of the morning, just the quiet, and the people we get to meet. And this morning, we're visiting with Dolan Ellis, and I was just wanted to read you the lyrics of his song, The Balladeer. I write the songs, but not for fame. My songs belong to the sun and rain. 
Forget my face, forget my name, just call me the balladeer. So, hey, balladeer, we're so glad to have you here this morning. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we wanted Thank to you. talk a little bit about going forward from here. What do you think? Um, well, it's you been passing been, the baton. Yeah, you were kind of talking about, or I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really, um, uh, you know, do as many gigs as I used to. I, I do maybe about thirty things a year now, and uh, you know, at the height of my career as the balladeer, I was doing over a thousand shows a year. How do you Can do you that? Imagine no, that? I can't. That's impressive. Well, I was doing three shows, three one-hour shows a night, and nightclubs, and oh. plus uh, TV specials and uh, recording. And I don't know how I did it. I, there's no way I could today. What I, has you know. been your favorite venue over the years? I, I don't. I'm sure that's hard to. Pick just one, but no, it's not. Oh, it's not. It really isn't. Um, I guess my favorite venue is my is the Arizona Folklore Preserve. Ah, uh, tell us about that. Well, that's a uh, folklore center that I uh, I set up and and established in southern Arizona. It's up in beautiful Ramsey Canyon, and it's uh, just a gorgeous place. A little creek runs right by the front door of the folklore center, and it's got a little um, a state-of-the-art performing uh, 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 auditorium there. It seats about 60 people. And uh, we're open on the weekends. I perform there one weekend a month. And we have uh, folk musicians and storytellers and cowboy poets and that sort of thing every every weekend all year long. And um, it's just a really a delightful place. And it's, it's built and set up by a performer. So it's, uh, it, you know, we... Uh, we uh, it's all it's set up just really nice. We have it all. Uh, we can archive there. Every show is videotaped. Uh, we have that all set up uh, so it runs automatically and everything. And uh, it is now uh, we've now joined forces with the uh, University of Arizona. They now own the property and uh, the building, and uh, uh, they will carry it on uh, in uh, perpetuity. And in the, um, it, you said they're recorded. Is there a place for people to watch those? Are they online somewhere, or are you just saving them no, for we treasures? We haven't gotten that, yeah. point, okay. gotten that far yet, but okay. it, they should be, yeah. But we, don't, we haven't gotten that far in the development of it. Right now, they're just being archived. And when's your next performance there? Um, we'll put it on it's our It's going calendar. to be um, um, just we'll in a week or two from now. They can go to uh, ArizonaFolklore.com and the— the whole schedule is set up there. And they might want to see the, the Folklore Center, too. They'll be impressed. It's really a beautiful place. Well, in case people think Ramsey Canyon is like, where is that? It's an it's a really well-known place for the birding and for the yes. outdoor wildlife. It's, it's just, a very it's famous a canyon. wonderful mm -hmm. place to visit. It's just below Sierra Vista. We're about six miles below Sierra Vista and up into this canyon. Uh, it's 5,300 feet elevation, and so it's nice and cool in the summer, and it doesn't get that cold in the winter. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Big, big spreading uh, Arizona sycamores mm -hmm. and uh, cottonwood trees along the creek and uh, wildlife. Me. It's beautiful. <laughs> so tell me, your heart is about keeping this going. And we, our children don't know. They're too busy on their computers and all that stuff. And they, to catch that big picture of where we came from and who we well, are as a, as a people. Yeah, I don't want to give the kids a bad rap on this. I think that we're not putting it before our children's eyes I is what agree. we're not doing. It. You know, uh, Arizona history is no longer 
a required subject in the eighth grade in, in our lower grades anymore. In the fourth grade, you get just a very short segment of Arizona, history, Arizona appreciation. And uh, children, you know, that has to be taught just like anything else in life, patriotism and love for your land and love for your state and love for your nation has to be taught. And it seems like we're just doing our best to weed all that stuff out. That Have you uh, considered putting together like a little traveling thing for the schools? I, well, I'm thinking in the spirit, like Arizona I'd Farm Bureau to. goes into the schools and presents. I'd love to. I just... The hardest part is getting that kind of stuff done. Right, you know? right. So maybe somebody will catch that vision. Yeah, yeah. Going I would forward. love to work with somebody. If somebody would find an interest and and want to use me or my music or somehow, uh, I would love to do it. But I just I don't know how to put to put it together. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I'm throwing it out there for whoever's got the vision that's listening. It, it, it just that would really capture a kid's attention to have somebody come and play the guitar and talk sure. about all I, the wonderful I've things. I've sung for you know? hundreds of thousands of school kids, but it was years ago mm-hmm. when uh, when they had time for that stuff. Today, uh, you know, you have to beg to be able to go in and work free. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know, what I'd like to do for a few minutes here is give you a chance to. You had a little tribute for the veterans. I do. So let's let's do that, and then we'll kind of wrap up with how people can find more of you. Let's hear that veteran song. Okay. Well, this is a song. It, it, the inspiration comes from real life, really. Yeah. There was a, a twelve-year-old boy of a ranching buddy of mine. Uh, this kid was uh, was uh, really a special kid, and uh, went to home school. And then uh, he went. And then when he got older, he went to town school and went to high school. And his social skills were, you know, were not as good as the other kids, and uh, he was kind of quiet, and and he wore a cowboy hat and, you know, and boots and that sort of thing. The other kids were wearing cool cool stuff, you know. And uh, so he, he suffered. He really did. And uh, then uh, he went forward and served our nation. And, well, I won't tell you. I won't, I'll tell you the story. You tell us in the song. Yeah. There you go. Well, they call him a redneck from Hereford, Arizona. They call him a kicker with a mind as narrow as a loading chute. He chews on a toothpick as he stands on the corner in his Bailey U-Rollet hat and his Tony Llama boots. Well, at 12 years old, he was busting Bronx. 16, he was a man. At 12 years, he could run that ranch as good as a daddy can, almost. The kids in town learned to hang around the beer and the hot dog stands. He's learned his worth of his space on earth, and he's known as a hell of a man. Well, he got a gun rack in the middle of the back of the window of his pickup truck. Wraps his knuckle round a big belt buckle that he won at a Bronco buck. There's a circle on his rump with a little flat bump where he's carrying a Copenhagen can. Though he seems kind of shy, got a steady to his eye that come from a living with the land. And they call him a redneck from Hereford, Arizona. They call him a kicker with a mind as narrow as a loading chute. He chews on a toothpick as he stands on the corner in his Bailey you roll it hat and his Tony Llama boots. 
he was shouldering a gun when he turned 21 in the army out in old Beirut. Kissed his mama goodbye, made the cowgirls cry when they saw him in a soldier suit. He was sleeping in the sack when the terrorist attack and the dust and the bombs and the dirt. He'd have been just fine, but he heard the crying of a soldier who was wounded and was hurt. Well, he flew across the floor, kicked the hinges off the door, saw this Indian bleeding in the streets. As he grabbed him by the collar, you could hear him holler, let's get the hell out of here, chief. Uh, they was hugging one another as he carried him to cover with the bullet ricocheting round his feet. That cowboy and Indian became brothers in the Beirut heat. And they call him a redneck from Herford, Arizona. They call him a kicker with a mind as narrow as a loading chute. He chews on a toothpick as he stands on the corner in his Bailey U roll it hat and his Tony Lama boots. Well, they call him a redneck. I lost my headsets on the last line there. Yeah, yeah, he was a great kid, and you know he, uh, there he was uh, when he, when the push came to shove, he was the guy that, uh, uh, that uh, was uh, went out and risked his own life to save a man of, of a. Uh, of, of, of a different race, and uh, uh, I just think our, our veterans are just such uh, wonderful people. I think that we, we need to really, really appreciate them, and, uh, and uh, uh, not only, tr excuse me, treat them right uh, with their medical needs and all of that, but I think that uh, to respect our flag uh, is, is uh, something that uh, we really need to do for our veterans and for our nation, uh, there's been some confusion about that lately, and uh, and uh, I think it needs to be corrected. Yeah, and for for Veterans Day too, uh, you know, I'd like to see it, us do it all year round, yep. not just during the this holiday, but and not just as a day off or you know a parade. But it's it's serious business, and the, the families that are left behind to take care of you know dad or mom is serving to try to fill in the gaps of you know and raising kids and it's it's a it takes a toll on more than just a soldier in fact it's got a ripple effect so just well and, and these people have defended our nation and kept it free uh, uh there's just no doubt about it without them uh we would not be a free nation mm -hmm. today a lot of people are not old enough to remember uh what that went through by the way i i posted my 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 dad's uh Army uniform and his uh, street, or his uh, parade hat, and his battle helmet uh, out of World War One. I uh, posted it on my website, uh, not my website, my uh, Facebook? Facebook site. Okay. Yeah, so uh, and I told a little bit about uh, about it. I think just we've had it so good for so long in this nation that that it's hard for people to uh, to uh, imagine what what the blood that has been shed. Uh, the uh, dedication uh, uh, to this nation that uh, our uh, men and women in uniform have given it uh, for decades and decades and decades. We take things a little bit for granted. Well, you can find a link to Scrubby. It's dolanellis.net. We posted a direct link on our quick links at our homepage. We posted on our Facebook. 
uh, page just to make it easy for listeners to find a great story about uh, the tree on I-17 that is decorated every year for uh, Christmas. Nobody knows who does it. Our state balladeer has wrote a song, and if you're just tuning in, uh, he sung it earlier. You can get that song in the book that he wrote about the tree that he named Scrubby. You get the book and the CD, and yeah. uh, it's like a you nice said, little book too. It's got a beautiful red hardcover on it, and it's a it's a hardcover book. It's really quality of paper and beautiful uh, uh, color in it. When we talk about one way sharing Arizona history, this is something that you could do easily, and it's fun. Fun, yep. yeah, and also Dolan's yep. going to be performing if you're in the area and like to hit the Desert Botanical Gardens for the Luminarios, you will be performing on yeah. the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yeah, 10th. I'm really so, looking yeah. forward to that. That's going to pray for good weather. Yes, it's, it's going to be it's a, a magic fun. night if you haven't gone. <laughs> yeah. Arizona through and through I don't know when he passed. Did you ever meet Rex Allen? Sure. Yeah. You, you mean the old man? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've done show done shows with, with Junior too. But uh, yeah, Rex Allen. Uh, I got pictures of of, of my, myself with him, and and uh, he was a great guy. He was a great guy, and he had a fabulous voice too. So does Rex Junior. He has a beautiful voice. And they're uh, so from Ramsey Canyon. You know, you gotta, you could do a whole Arizona music tour. You go into Winslow, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Wilcox, and do the Rex Allen uh, Museum, and then get over to Ramsey Canyon and the folklore, the Arizona Folklore Preserve, Arizona Folklore Preserve. We're adding this into uh, one of our Arizona staycations. Tie it in with our Sierra Vista trip or Bisbee or oh, yeah. any Bisbee of the Southern Arizona. Bisbee is a Arizona. great place, too. It's wonderful. Bisbee just my... won a huge award. Did you see that? The no. Fromm's Award? No. That, I that, love Bisbee. Oh. They, yeah. they just keep, year after year, they, they just keep getting better. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Southern Arizona is is really a beautiful part of our state, and, and many, many people who live up in this part of the state uh, really know very little about it, and it's gorgeous. It's and talk beautiful. about holding a lot of history. Yeah, oh, boy. You know, generations, thousands, yeah, yeah thousands of years you bet. back. And you can win your Arizona staycation only in one place, rosieonthehouse.com. Click on the staycation banner, and what you do is you just enter to win. You can enter every month. And it, uh, we pick the winner, and going into 2018, we're in 17, yeah. we're going into 18, <laughs> making sure I got that right, we've cha- we're going to change it for a year just to see if, uh, if people like it better this way or do we need to go back to the old way. How we have done it historically is just pick where you want to go, and we accommodate you. Well, People can't make up their minds when they want to go. They tell us too late that the hotels are already on blackout dates because you know it's it's we're into the season of whatever's going on. So we picked the premier spot uh, that we think for that month for that month to go in Arizona. So if you don't want to go skiing in 
January, well, don't enter in January. If you don't want to go to Sierra Vista in April and see the full core music, well, then don't. Well, we so think find we'll more... what month you like and enter that month. Or if you want to try them all, because I don't think there's a bad trip on the list. This no. is true. <laughs> you can enter every month. And for our 30th year anniversary, one of our 12 winners will get a grand prize that we're not revealing yet. So It's but a big one. It, it's a big one. And it only our staycation winners will qualify for it. So you'll have a 1 in 12 chance of winning this this grandiose thank you for 30th anniversary grand prize we're putting together for our listeners. You enter at rosieonthehouse.com, and Great. you can find uh, there at our community calendar. If you're looking for something to do or you're new to the state in our community calendar, you can find stuff like uh, right now going on is the Fountain Hills Festival of the Fine Arts and Crafts. That's pretty self-explanatory. Back to our southern Arizona, it's the ninth annual Sorita Pecan Festival, the biggest pecan grove in the state, right there south of Tucson on 19 in Sarita Green Valley. Okay, so our, that is a bad part of Saturday mornings. Is our, we get miss all those Saturday right. morning events. <laughs> our, our KGVY affiliate in Green Valley is now carrying the 7 o'clock hour. If you're in Tucson or southern Arizona, you've been asking, how can we hear your 7 o'clock hour? KGVY, I think this yeah. is our fifth or sixth Saturday they've carried us. So uh, welcome to the 7 o'clock hour, southern Arizona. And then Tempe Festival of the Arts is also going on December 1st. And that weekend as well, December 2nd, is, of course, our annual broadcast from Jersey Lily mm-hmm. on Whiskey Row in Prescott, Arizona's Christmas City for the Christmas Parade Festival, the Christmas Parade and the Courthouse Lighting. Well, cool. and there's also some things on that calendar for the Charlotte Hall Museum that day as well. They have some great things uh, like a folksy history kind of his- Christmas celebration. So, just all part of the new features here at Rosie on the House that is part of our 7 o'clock Arizona People, Places, and Things Hour, bringing, uh, bringing Arizona to you in your in your home every Saturday. And thank you to Sanderson Ford for sponsoring that staycation. We, we just have the best time giving that away, don't we? Would not be possible without them. And I guess that's the premier thing about these staycations. You don't rack up miles on your own vehicle. You get to go to Sanderson Ford, pick out your vehicle of choice wow. from the demo lot. And, of course, the demo lot's their latest and greatest models coming out that they want to showcase. So you're in the you're you're in the newest technology with the best gas mileage and the most horsepower, most luxury, most suspension, and Pick wherever you want to go. And not everybody picks the mostest. I mean, some people like the I know. The Someone went and got a Focus. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> get, you get F-150, you can get a Mustang. When, yeah. My truck was in the shop for a week, and they set me up with the uh, – so there's the Platinum, and then there's the King Ranch, and then there's one more that are just their top-of-the-line F-150s. And you know what's funny? Of all the things I loved about that truck for the week, what I loved the most was in the new four doors, if you roll down one window, you get that. Well, their sunroof and the Wing back wings. roof or, or the back window are both automated. So you can open the sunroof, open your back, and you get the natural air without any reverberation. And because the wind's above you, you can still talk on Bluetooth without having to roll your windows up. I was like, this is heaven. This is my next vehicle. <laughs> Got to have a moonroof and the back window to get that natural air, but yet, uh, you know, you, you, you can still take calls while you're driving and enjoy the air. It was like the best of both worlds. Thank you, Sanderson Ford, for making the Arizona staycation possible. Again, the only place you can register is at rosieonthehouse.com slash travelazy.